Well, you're hanging out with Brian and Cami on the Shape of a Circle podcast, where we're trying to help everyday discipleship take the shape of those everyday relationships around you. And we got a new uh, collection of talks we're going to do, and what do you say we call it? Summer Gospel. Love that. Summer Gospel is an everyday mm-hmm. gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where you're listening from right now, but if you are from the Northern Hemisphere, like us uh, <laughs> fine Wisconsinites are... <laughs> People are out. Yeah. We also retreated back in, but we're going back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever we movement follow the is, weather, right? <laughs> we do. We yeah. do. Just go ahead and look at the temperature in Wisconsin and that'll, uh-huh. that'll tell you the level of activity of, of people. Yep. And uh, kind of what, what's going aside, going, going to coincide <laughs> with this is uh, the book that you, I, and your husband, Justin, wrote. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Everyday Gospel, Making Disciples Where Everyday Life Happens. And uh, our church is going through it with their small groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a great way to to walk through some practical steps of how to, how to make more out of those conversations that you have around the grill or at the beach or mm-hmm. on walks or whatever you do in the summer in those months when we when we see people, right? <laughs> like we don't permit ourselves in the house. So for me, nothing I don't know that there's anything that gets my heart more excited than the thought that the people who are most regularly around you could be there for a God given reason. Yeah. That there's something of Jesus mm-hmm. that he wants in their life. Mm-hmm. And instead of making his early appearance back here on earth for the second time, he, instead he places me, places you, mm-hmm. places his disciples into those everyday relationships for a very meaningful reason. And I just love the mystery of like, yeah. well, well, what is that reason? Right. And is this such and such a person or is this a random passerby here today, gone tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And I hope that your imagination is is just just so clearly bubbling on that with Jesus mm-hmm. of, of these people that you're connecting with. And, and let's, so this is going to be a talk about how to, how to figure that out. Yeah. How to uh, push the door, so to speak, mm-hmm. see if it opens mm-hmm. a, a, a little bit and then bigger and bigger. And what does it mean to push that door to see if God has placed you there so that in a, a, his gospel will show up in someone's everyday life. Yeah. Yeah, so this first one we're going to talk about, uh, we're kind of we're kind of going through the book essentially, but we're not going to give you all of the context. So we're just going to kind yeah, of give you our re-te- commentary. We're on not it. reteaching the book. So give, give us um, the one point of chapter one. Yeah, and the let's first talk stories around the it. first thing is uh, noticing. Right, mm-hmm. we live busy lives. There's a lot going on. What does it take to to notice something, turn aside, and pay attention to it? And and for us, that's the people in our lives, the mm-hmm. one person, the two people. Um, whatever, just do what you do. Yeah. And notice there are people around you. Mm-hmm. And how do we, yeah. Right. And those people that maybe you see all the time, right? Like it's the kid that, the, the parent that sits next to you in the bleachers while your kid is playing soccer, or it's the person that you see in the grocery store checkout line every time you go, or, you know, it's those people that are in your everyday life, everyday circle. Your it's not, coworkers are not... Right. Tools yes. to get the job done. <laughs> right. But it doesn't have to necessarily happen in a church building, right? Like yes. it can, but it, it we don't all have to go to a church building for this to happen. Yeah. So yeah, it's out there. Yeah. All right. So give, give me some real stories. How, how are you noticing people in your life right now? 
Yeah, I think in this season, it's a lot of uh, of listening and, like you said, kind of discerning, okay, God, is this someone that I am supposed to be pouring into and, and giving them my time and my energy, or is this also just someone that I'm supposed to give a, a hug to and, and move on, you know? Um, and so just recently, a really good friend went through a, a uh, her first foster placement and it was a little tiny baby and it is emotional and it's hard and, you know, welcoming a new baby into your house when you've had nine months to prepare is a lot, but then you, <laughs> you woke them, that new baby without having that prepare, that preparation. And all of a sudden she was calling me going, I can't get any work done. I am exhausted. And so for me, it was just noticing that I have a couple hours in my week and I can come and sit and hold a baby. You know, it was mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Uh, or noticing that, my neighbors haven't been home and their lawn hasn't been cut and that's that's not normal for them and I wonder what's going on with them and, and sending them a text and seeing how they're doing. You know, so just those little things that are that are around us. Similarly, I've I've been noticing just how hard younger families work. Hmm. Um man, I I just reignited my my vision for what it is to have littles mm-hmm. in in the house mm-hmm. and Hold a marriage together, hold a household together. Mm-hmm. I've also been noticing my elderly neighbor mm-hmm. who we, we used to help her with her yard mm-hmm. and our life got too busy. <laughs> right. And I noticed somehow her yard's getting done, but I don't see anyone okay. helping. And it's a little like, oh man, do I, do, do I get involved there? Yeah. I'm noticing a different friend group for us. Hmm. My my boys chose different activities and different sports. Mm-hmm. And I'd say some of the old activities and sports were the, the hardcore. We're just, ta- we're just talking about the team yeah, and making the team better and making our sons better athletes and on and on. This next group isn't that group. Interesting. It's um, just treating it like this happens to be the thing that my son is in. Mm-hmm. And I am supportive of it. But what I am thinking in on this bleacher or in the sideline right now is not how to make Junior the best whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I got something else on my mind. Hmm. And it's different enough. I don't know what that thing is, but I'm noticing it's these are different kind of people. Mm-hmm. And I really would like to pull aside into conversation with that to know what that is. And yeah, is there a reason I have a different exposure to different kinds of people right now? That's really good. Uh, what keeps you from, or what has kept you from noticing in the past? Uh, pace. Yeah. P- pace of life is, is it, it's the task at hand. It's the schedule at hand. Um, I, I could get into it maybe in some of the next episodes, but I mm-hmm. felt like um, I just got tired of people not wanting to take time for other people. Yeah. During the pandemic stuff, mm-hmm. like there was just that relational fatigue of the the disease and the the, the virus mm-hmm. was under control, mm-hmm. but people just didn't necessarily want relationships. And I think it got got me kind of discouraged. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if everyone else is thinking about themselves, I'm gonna think about me too. And mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I think I kind of got stuck in that place. Yeah, I think. Uh talking about the pandemic, I felt like 
the number of needs skyrocketed Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden I was noticing so many needs that I didn't know how to, I, I couldn't spread myself thin enough you know, to, to meet all the needs around me. There were so many neighbors that needed things. There were so many friends, there was family members, there was my own family. Um, and so I think I eventually just shut down too, in the sense that I was like, I can't, I can't meet all the needs, so I'm just not going to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, it, it is hard, but I think that that first, that first job of just noticing what's around you is so important. That's good. Also, what's important can be ironic <laughs> is how do you feel about the Aaron Rodgers trade <laughs> and uh, whether or not the Bucks are going to win tonight down uh, 3-1 in the series I, I want your predictions recorded here on I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to follow in Brett Favre's footsteps it's all written all over the walls <laughs> Jets and then Vikings and then retirement <laughs> and I think um, I, I don't want to crush your dreams about the Bucks. I just don't. I don't have hope in them. No. No. Oh man, I'm. Uh, I'd like to say bucks and six, but statistically, it has to be bucks and seven. Yeah. So I'm gonna say bucks and seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. 